Hello everyone and welcome to episode five of The Hive, how to support your um, employees working from home, how to support their well-being. Uh, my name is Charlotte and I'm in the hot seat today and I've got two Joes for the price of one here. I've got Jo Moffat Hello. Um, and Jo Dodds, both of whom are really well placed to be able to talk to you today about well-being, um, a subject I know is close to both of their hearts and both of them talk every year at the NEC Health and Wellbeing Conference. Jo Dodds, I know you've done it for many, many years. Um, so I'm looking forward to hearing, um, hearing what you have to, to say. We're gonna be looking at the interim findings from the Institute of Employment Studies who who have been doing a survey into the mental and physical well-being of our UK workforce who are now adjusting to working from home. Uh, the results are probably what you would expect. You know, we all feel like we've had the rug pulled from under us. Uh, but I just thought maybe what we might want to do is to kind of go through the, um, the headline stats, um, stat by stat, and then just ask you guys for your help, your advice, your suggestions, your insight on how to maybe mitigate some of the negative impacts on your mental and physical well-being as a result of this massive transition to working from home. So the first, the first headline was reporting a significant increase in musculoskeletal complaints and more than half of survey respondents reported new aches and pains, um, especially in the neck, and we're not just talking about our children here, are we? Um, Joan Dodd, you specialise in um, supporting home-based coaching, don't you? So what, what advice can you give um, about this? So it's remembering that you're in a different environment, a new environment, and you know you, some of this stuff at work is covered off in how the offices are designed for you. Here you're designing your own office, and sometimes you're doing it in circumstances that aren't ideal. You know you might be stuck on the end of the dining room table with your children at the other end, or working out of your bedroom, or or whatever. So just be aware of how important how you sit and how you sort of go through the day is in terms of your your body. Um, so. Think about uh, if you have the screen at the right height and so on. So um, they talk about sitting being the new smoking. Uh, I have a standing desk, as you can see, I can move around. Uh, and But I can't stand all day because it hurts my knees. I have to sit down for some of the time as well. So keep thinking about what works for you. And look online, there's lots of advice about uh, ergonomics and how you should set up your workspace. You can buy uh, equipment to, to hold your computer, your laptop high so that it's at eye level and you're able to stand. You could perhaps use a, a bookshelf and some books piled up and sit your laptop you can, on So top you can of always it. improvise. You can, exactly. But just be really mindful of your own personal experience. I used to have my arms and my keyboard at the same level that they tell you in all the instructions. And I used to do this when I was working, which used to give yeah. me neck problems. I've learned that I need to have my keyboard lower and then I sit, I'm more relaxed and then I don't have those issues. So just be aware of how you're feeling and keep moving around and take regular breaks and just be very aware of your yourself. Okay, great. Um, kind of linked to this is, is diet and exercise. The survey reported an increase in um, people drinking alcohol, a decrease in their healthy diet, um, and 60% reported um, that they were doing less exercise. This is a subject that's really close to my heart because I've gone from doing either going to the gym, playing tennis or playing netball pretty much every day of the week to having to find a new routine, a new way of working out. And um, I would have to say to this, YouTube is your friend. Um, I found a dazzling array of all sorts of different workouts. They've got workouts for totally different levels from beginner right up to advanced. You know, it's not just Joe Wicks. He's kind of really highlighted this, but actually there are so many brilliant 
people out there doing some great stuff, great exercise, you need no equipment. And so what I find is if I've got 10 or 20 minutes in a day, I just get in front of a YouTube and I get my endorphin hit that way, remembering that actually physical activity and exercise impacts your brain so positively with endorphin and serotonin. Um, jo Moffitt, what have you been doing? Uh, well, I have to say nothing quite so lively, uh, but we have a lively seven-month-old puppy. So uh, my one day, uh, my daily exercise is walking the dog. So um, I'm doing that um, and just getting out in the garden again makes you feel very lucky um, to live somewhere where I can actually do that. Um, so, so, yeah, getting out into the fresh air. Brilliant. OK. Uh, right. The next headline was about poor sleep and um, Risk of exhaustion is a real cause for concern. Lots of people are reporting that their sleep patterns have been disrupted. They're not sleeping as well. They're tired. Um, and actually, they're reporting that they're working hours. They're, they're putting pressure on themselves. They're working longer hours um, and irregular hours. You know, people are really struggling to kind of find a new routine. What can, what can we say? How, how can we help people with that? I think it's what we call the my boss thinks I'm slacking off syndrome that sense that uh, we must glue ourselves to our keyboard and if we don't respond to that email within a matter of seconds they'll think that we we're bunking off somewhere um, doing YouTube exercise videos um, that is not the case um, you know I think as employers team leaders managers we have a responsibility to remind our people that they need to take a break we need to push the brakes we need to tell them it's time you know let's have a coffee let's have a virtual coffee um, have a hard stop to the end of the working day um, actually encourage people to put some structure into their into their lives because otherwise it's all too easy to just glue yourself to that screen um, yeah. we're not working from home we're we're working from home trying to do a multitude of other things so um, yeah there's that, there's that phrase isn't there we're not working we're not working from home we're trying to work from home in a crisis mm, mm. and I think that's something that people have almost forgotten and I know you were saying Joe Dodds earlier you know it's just about being kind you've got to be you've got to be kind to yourself right now um, yeah, and actually yeah. that, that kindness impacts um, the fourth headline stat and this is about the mental health of survey respondents and it depicts a workforce with a lot on our mind understandably we're feeling a sense of isolation we're worried about our jobs we're worried about our family members we're worried about how we're going to homeschool our children um, and I think a really important point is, is this whole idea of um, no one is the same and trying to treat people as individuals and I know um, you've got stuff to say about that Jo Moffat Absolutely. I think, you know, it is one of the most important skills that a manager, people manager leader has is to recognise that their people are individuals. It's something mm. we talk about a lot at Engage for Success. And so one solution will not work for everybody. So whilst on the one hand, encouraging your team to have virtual coffee breaks together, encouraging your team to play online bingo together, encouraging your team to have a, a virtual dance around the kitchen will work fine for those people who have got the capacity and the mind, the headspace to build that into their daily lives. But for others, we've got to recognize that for the first time in a very, very long time, if ever, they are trying to juggle more plates than ever. You know, working parents have always had to juggle. They're now having to do it on, you know, on, on speed. Um, it's homeschooling, it's work, it's worrying about carers, it's getting food on the table, it's cleaning the house, it's walking the dog, it's doing a multitude of things all, all at the same time. So we have to recognise people's own individual priorities and good line managers, good people managers have always done that and they really need to up their game 
in the current. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that if there's any silver lining from this, if there's anything positive, then maybe it has pushed the well-being agenda right up to the very top and made people realise that actually it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to 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 not feel to not feel mentally completely okay. Um, Joe Dodds. Yeah, uh, we've just been on a call, uh, Joe and myself, with Peter Cheese of the CIPD and David McLeod of Engage for Success. We were doing a video for the Engage for Success audience, and he was saying that uh, they're doing obviously loads of work with their membership around the current situation. And whilst they're looking at furloughing and all, all of the sort of technical stuff, a really massive priority for them and for their HR people is about the well-being within organisations, but also that bit about treating people as individuals, because what works for one doesn't work for another, as we know. So it's really good to hear that that's what they're really focusing on. Yeah, I think that's a really important piece of advice. And does anyone know, I mean, who are there companies out there who are really prioritising um, well-being at the minute? Who, who's getting it right right now? Well, I, I think it's probably fair to say that there are some who are getting it horribly wrong mm -hmm. and there are some that are getting it terribly, terribly right and hats off to them. And I think we will, you know, we are going to remember the, we're going to remember which side of the fence some people are in, in those respects. But I picked up a story about Adeco, the recruitment company. Now, obviously, they focus on people, so it's good to know that they're getting their people right. Um, but I, I was talking to somebody yesterday who was saying that um, they are doing many of the things we've just been talking about, but, but picking up on that point that people are individuals, whilst at the, on the one hand, they're doing a lot of sort of virtual camaraderie building and team building stuff around uh, teams and so on, quizzes and that kind of thing. They're also recognising that people will not always admit to what's not to how they're really truly feeling in a group situation. You know, you're on a Zoom call with 12 other colleagues. Are you honestly going to say you're the one person who's really not feeling it today? You're probably not. Um, so they're making the point of following up uh, not only doing group stuff, but doing a lot of one-to-one -one calls and a lot of one-to-one -one interaction to make sure that people individually are, are doing okay outside of that kind of group dynamic. And I think that's very sensitive and really important. Brilliant, thank you. It's clearly an incredibly important topic right now and a really great discussion today. Um, and there'll be some key takeaways um, from this session that you'll find at the end of this video. Thank you so much, um, Joe and Joe. Pleasure talking to you as always and bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Here are your key takeaways from Hive episode five. The interim findings of the Institute for Employment Studies Working at Home Wellbeing Survey after just two weeks of lockdown include a significant increase in musculoskeletal complaints. So encourage employees to be aware of their own home working environment and practices, adjusting their individual setup accordingly to keep well. Over 60% of us are exercising less, so be kind to yourself. Try and create some kind of new routine that includes breaks from the screen, be that YouTube exercise classes or walking the dog. 48% are reporting long and irregular hours, with half of all respondents unhappy with their current work-life balance. So treat people as individuals, not applying a one-size-fits-all solution. There are those with plenty of time on their hands, and those whose juggling skills have just had to ratchet up a few zillion notches. A boss inviting their team to play online film bingo may be a great idea for one group, or the straw that breaks the camel's back.